Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Welcome back, everybody, to The Pinball Show, episode 52. This week, Dennis and I have a blast. Listen closely, gang, because later on in the episode, we're going to tell you how you can win a brand new playfield and a new pinball banner. Also in the episode, Dennis finally watches The Sopranos? Forget about it. How to be a decent human being while at a grocery store? A surprising early job held by the Creasel. The Stern Heads Up Invitational. New Stern Code. You Make the Call. Dealer Edition. Hot Flipper Coil Action. Path of Play is back. March Madness Topper Edition, Pinball Market Trends, Velveeta Vultures, Nicolas Cage, and Peaches. Huh. Let's kick this shit. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's Pinball with personality. And away we go. The Pinball Show, episode 52, with your host, Zach Manny and Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how are you, my friend? I'm fine. Hey, you you didn't even have a co-host last week. I know. It's sad. Did, how did it go? Bad. Ah! Why? Why did it go bad? I don't, I, I, I don't think you're meant to be a free spirit. <gasps> I am a free spirit. I'm a creative. I know, but bad things can happen when, when that occurs. I should be a painter. <laughs> I would rather you be a painter than a singer, so I, I endorse this idea. So you didn't like it too much. What about the starting lineup and your starting lineup? The Stern stuff? That was good. It was, uh, it was obnoxious. It was up your alley. I think you told me in the TPN Discord that that was the first t- TPS that you were reviewing that you turned off. I did, uh, <laughs> I, but I did go back and finish it because then I thought, well, what if some topic comes up later and I need it for this week's episode? And I thought, uh, I'm like obligated to hear it out. Uh, so I, I got near the end. It was only like the last seven minutes or so where I finally was like, no, I just can't. I just can't finish this. Oh, the pinball market trends. So well, but I was, the rage was already like building. <laughs> it was like, it's all just building. The, I mean, uh, uh, what would, what would Moppy say? Jesus Christ, Zach, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> That's exactly what he would say too. Yeah, I uh, I I initially felt really great about it. Solo performances are tough because I'm not used to them. So I felt really great about it. And then once you gave me the feedback um, of disdain, then I wasn't going to say anything though. But other people, like someone, like complimented something. I was like, no, 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 we got no, we no, we no, can't no. let that just sit. And generally, listener, what I do is if Dennis Creasel hates it, I know there's something there. So we're going to. Uh, We'll see some more solo shows in the future. I've got a real fun one next week if I can if I can organize it. Mm, it sounds like too much work. I would just give up. Speaking of a lot of work, you've been working a lot, but I heard on a recent episode of EGP, I believe, that you were going to start watching HBO's The Sopranos. Finally. I thought I was, but it turns what? out Amazon Prime does not have that in their Prime directory of shows <sighs> to watch as a prime subscriber. So I instead watched fearless and now I'm working on fortitude. Fearless is a British legal drama. It only had one season. And then fortitude is a Norwegian murder horror that takes place in the Arctic. 
were there Vikings murdering people? Yeah, I think more like Fargo, but not funny. Oh, hey, yeah. That sounds entertaining. Yeah, you know what else I made happen this week? My wife wanted me, what was this, on a Saturday, I believe, to run to the Sam's Club. Do you guys have the Sam's Club over there in Missouri? There is a Sam's Clubs. Okay. Uh, I've, I haven't been to one in years, though. Similar to Costco, only better. Yeah, haters. You hear me. I don't go to Costco either, but I've been in, I mean, I've been in one. Yeah, whenever you have a herd of people living in your home like I do, you have to stock up on stuff like that. So I didn't think anything of it. She was actually cleaning the entire house, listener, and I thought, and she was like, can you run to Sam's, pick up the birthday cake, pick up these items? It wasn't much. I was like, oh shit, I can get out of cleaning by going to Sam's Club? Yes, sign me up. It's a trap. It was a trap, Dennis. It's a trap. Going to a Sam's Club on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, in the afternoon. Yeah. In a town that thinks that they have to get their milk and bread whenever it rains. It was an atrocity. There was people everywhere. There were people ramming carts. It was like Black Friday. <laughs> and I have no clue why. You probably you had to you had to get a, into a knife fight to get that cake, the birthday cake. Oh, the covered birthday in blood cake now. Was a, was a, that was a 30, 45-minute fiasco of me waiting in line because you have to wait in line at the bakery. Oh, because you needed it customized. Well, no, it was already done. It was already done. Oh, the, the it was lady, already done, and there was a queue? Oh, yeah, because the lady in front of me didn't get it right. So they had to make hers. I'm like, why make hers? Hey, the, the, we're going to bake it live. We're going to bake it live. Yeah, just ask me if I'm waiting for something and so I can go along my business. So... I get really frustrated at grocery stores, listener. Uh, Dennis, do do you do well at groceries? Do you do okay? Uh, I guess it depends on the on the circumstance. I don't I don't like to go in the afternoons because that's when it's busy. Oh. So, and I I don't love waiting in line for, like at the checkout, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We have a lot more self checkout now, and I usually take advantage of that. Oh, yeah. Which it, it's slower. I mean, it is slower than what the well, what the professional can do because I struggle opening all the little plastic bags. Oh, and then you get to the produce and you're like, shit, now I got to enter and weigh the banana. Oh. Well, and that's the thing. And there you go. You see, that's the thing. If I, it's like, if I get the individual, if I individually bag the produce, mm-hmm. it's like I almost feel obligated just to have the person go and wait because otherwise you got to type in the little code. And it's oh, so God. like today. See, I went before we started recording. Oh, shit. And we recorded I, the early morning. I got up early, early, and that's when I normally go. And you early sprung in the morning. forward. And I sprung forward, yes. So wow. I went, and instead of messing with the, in the produce section, I got like the pre-bagged apples instead mm, of me yeah. putting them in the bag because they have a barcode on the bottom, and yep. I don't have to worry about weighing them Efficiency. and typing in the right apple type. And So I get really, really frustrated especially in a a situation such as this, I was either going to throw a hissy fit or I was going to fight somebody. One of the two is going to happen. Luckily I got (laughs) out of there uh, with my head still on my body. But before we go into the correspondence segment and the news and why people are here, I wanted to give you guys a quick rundown. Nate Shiver just like a, what does he do? A five, five fast thoughts or five something, right? I think Uh, it's been so long. Who remembers? Yeah. But I'm going to give you 10 quick tips. Just the tip though. 10 quick rules on going to a grocery store. Rule number one, just this is a general rule. Rule number one, listener, get your head out of your ass. You've got a purpose there. Get in, get out. Rule number two, use the shopping cart as you would an automobile on the road. There's, there's right of ways. Maybe, maybe not put a blinker on, but don't, don't just cruise in and out of these roads or these aisles willy-nilly. 
like you're driving a Mario Kart. No, follow common courtesy of the road. Do you find that that works? Dennis, just following the courtesy of the road. Yeah, I guess. So if it was really like Mario Kart, when they fall off the edge, they have to go back to the start of the grocery store. <laughs> like in Rainbow Road. Yes, yeah. ra- Rainbow Road. Oh. Rainbow, Rainbow Costco. Rule number three, get off your phone. You need to TikTok your ass out of the store if you want to check out your Bitcoin portfolio. That's where oh. the list is in the phone. Oh my God. But they're talking and they're chatting and they're selfie in it. We're in the because they're bored. Club. They're bored. Tip number four at the grocery store, stop fingering the produce. Ow! Uh, they got to see if it's ripe. No, visually, if you like the peach, you like the peach. You don't need to molest the peach, okay? They were taught, they were taught that you're supposed to. Picking up the lettuce, looking, putting it back. Stop. That's right. They don't want any little bit of brown. Oh. This ain't no UPS. Tip number five, don't stand right in the middle of the aisle. Have some courtesy. They're trying to have equitable viewing of both sides. The lanes are big enough for two carts quick passing, right? Yep. That's it. No no idling. Are you going to stop in the middle of a highway? Stop it. If you want to stop, go to the end of the aisle. Stop. Number six, once you've grabbed your product, get the hell out of the way. That lady just sitting at the Pepsi. It was the Pepsis sitting there carrying on conversation. And I'm like, well, that's just where she feels at peace. Well, my ass was about to just push her and her three kids out of the way. Oh, bitch, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Oh Tip God. number seven at the grocery store. Don't keep circling the freebie taste stations. I see you out there. I just seen a guy yesterday as I was waiting for my cake circling mm-hmm. like he was sneaky or something. Yeah. Circling like he's a shark. Yeah, like you put on a fucking mustache and a big nose the next time you went through. I'm like, just buy the damn thing. Tip number eight. If the line is similar to Black Friday, maybe ditch the coupons. I think this all comes down to just Oh, you courtesy. can't ask people to give up their coupons. Bullshit. If it's busy, you're coming at the, you're, this is a non-coupon time. It's about, it's about victory. Those coupon people, they are, they're crazy. You do not, oh, do not I mess with coupon people. pick the wrong freaking lane i'm like oh this one looks quick nope here comes the rolodex let me find this oh my god lady like i will pay on your savings just go it's oh no it's just they it's the deal that because yeah you look in their cart no one needs that much Velveeta, but (laughs) but it's about the it's like it's like people that do the garage sale and they show up an hour before you're going to open the garage sale it's that's what they oh yeah those people yeah, no, the, it's the same type of person. The vultures. Mm-hmm. Velve- we call them Velveeta vultures. <laughs> Velve- that's, that's actually a good one. Velveeta mm-hmm. vultures. That's a t-shirt. Tip number nine, you need to leave space for people to maneuver. If there's You already no- said that one. No, but this is related to the checkout lines. Oh, okay. When you come up and I need to get to line two and line eight is just all the way stacked, like maybe just leave a place for people to go through. Oh, I'm supposed to go to the back of the store and come back? No, get out of the way. And the final rule, number 10, for maneuvering through a grocery store into being a decent human being, I know your ass has got a wide load, but there is no need to walk down the middle of the parking lot pathways. You're not a fucking Volkswagen. Get to the side. They're afraid a car will back into it. Oh my God. People just walking in the middle. I'm, I'm just cruising behind right. them. It's like, it's for safety. Like, I've got a big ass suburban here. It's not like I'm driving a hybrid. You can hear me. Get out of the way. Have you ever honked at somebody mm-hmm. that was walking in the middle of a drive or in the middle of a parking lot? No. 
<sighs> then I'm not going to admit I, that I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I honked at someone who was deaf once. Wow. See, that's even worse. That's like no, me telling no, people. Let that, me, I, I have to defend myself because people are going to think that that's, that's really mean. This yeah, was that's this was the rudest thing I have ever experienced. <laughs> the rudest experienced. deaf person. <laughs> well, I don't know which one or if they. All right. All right. So here's the thing. I was trying to. I was. I was trying to go somewhere. I was late. These two cars. This is in the street. These two cars are coming upon each other Mm -hmm. in the middle of the street. They both stop. So there's no way around. Like both lanes, essentially. You know, it's just a two way. Are are I'm in a residential area. They stop side by side like (laughs) cop cars do when they're chatting in a parking lot. Except they're in the middle of the road and they're signing to each other. Oh, okay. So that's how I know they're. See, I knew they were deaf. Uh huh. I sat there for three minutes behind them. No one's noticed. No one's doing. They're just sitting there signing. And so finally, I just laid on the horn thinking, well, maybe one of them can hear. And the person looked right at me and then went back and kept signing for two minutes. I figured they'd sign you the big finger. Right no, they, no. I, that, they uh, one person looked directly at me when I hit the horn. And then oh. they just were like, whatever. Do you think they were cursing you in sign? I don't care. It was, I, um, I, I was like, what do I do? Do I back up like 200 feet down the road and take another turn? Do I call the cops and say, hey, I've got people signing? <laughs> signing what's the law on signing in the middle of the road? Like, instead of, I mean, they were blocking the whole dick, road. Do, do you know sign? Could you have not signed like I, I knew I know I know a little bit. No, I know like basic stuff like, you know, please and thank you. And I, I used to <laughs> I used to be able like to do uh you are driving me bonkers or something. Oh. I had my very first job was at a daycare. Okay. And one of the, one of the kids uh, was deaf. So I had to pick up a little, and he was in my group. So I had to pick up some sign language so I could instruct him mm-hmm. like, you know, you need to stand in line or you're, you need to go to timeout. Cause you're, cause he would throw rocks at people. I think it was the rock kid. The I don't remember. I was only there out. 10 months. So I thought there was shot. like a, like a real cute chick there that worked there that she was, hearing impaired or something and you tried no. to learn her language <laughs> no, no, no. that sounds sexy i got though. that job because i wanted to buy a car and uh my friend's sister said that they were desperate for people so i was guaranteed to get it if i would apply and, <laughs> and so i did and I, of course i hated it uh, and it made me not really like kids very much and i i did it for 10 months and then i got a job at a bank oh, listener can you imagine our sweet dennis creasel watching over children i I'm struggling here on that one. Oh gosh, I don't know if I want to go into all the the horrible like Dennis's first job bad uh, yeah. bad decision making yeah. uh, things. I don't like know the, uh, what possessed you to think that was a good idea. <laughs> it was terrible. I just I was like I need money. I need to buy. A, I want my own car. That was what my thought was. Wow. And hey, oh no, you know it builds character having a job. Da, da, da. All right, so I'll, I'll give you one real quick story. This is going way too long, but okay. Who cares? So I had a, they gave me like the, the more trained people had like the really young kids. So I had like school age kids, you know, people that were like first through third grade or whatever. And there were these two on a mixed class, Mm -hmm. boys and girls. And there were two girls in my, in my group Mm -hmm. that they started to think it was really funny out on the playground area to pretend that they had fallen and were seriously hurt. Oh no. So using Dennis logic. I pretended to call the uh, the ambulance. Oh, okay. You tried to get and I there. and I told them that the the ambulance and the police were on their way to help them. Oh, you threw the police the, in there. Yes, I did. 
And then wow. they got up and they're sobbing and like, we're not hurt. We're not hurt. And I said, well, you'll just have to explain that to the cops. I was like, this is a cry wolf situation. Well, all right. So those girls' parents complained. So they took uh, yes, all the girls out of my did. group and just gave me the boys after that <laughs> because oh. because they're like, well, the girls were friends with the other girls. So we're just going to – Dennis, we're just – the parents didn't respond well to your tactics. So we're just going to give you the group that doesn't hate you. I was like, oh. okay. And finally with the boys, it was hard to get them to, to do like the basic chores and stuff. And so I finally just started buying – You'll appreciate this, Zach. Basketball mm-hmm. cards. And I just bribed them. Sure. Well. And I was just like, this works great. I was you, like, if you guys want to, if you clean up the table, you get to pick a basketball card. If you vacuum, you get to have a basketball card. I want listeners out there to know that when they heard the word bribe, that's a negative connotation. No, no, no. That is a positive reinforcement. And that should be implemented. That's probably the best behavioral uh, principle you could utilize there. And it worked. That's a good point. It wasn't. It wasn't technically bribery because it was all out in the open. the The daycare knew I was doing it. Yeah, and and the parents could. You know, everyone was allowed to know. I was just like, yeah. I was just. That's I started perfect. using cards as an incentive system, you, you and found I found that it went. It worked a lot better than being strict. Your incentive worked. It was the worth of it was enough to elicit that uh, that response nicely. Because most of them were were into it, and if they weren't, they could take the basketball card and trade it with a friend for you know a, a I don't know what other you know baseball card or I don't remember. If Yu-Gi-Oh was around back then or not but anyway uh, you know they could do whatever they want I just feel bad for poor Susie on the tire swing getting the shit knocked out of her by a group of thugs and she doesn't want to cry for help because she's afraid Mr. Creasel is going to call the police I'm they did it like three I was I felt I was relatively patient but I was like Susie you guys they're acting like they were unconscious and stuff oh man I didn't I I wasn't I wasn't taught how to deal with that so I had to be I had to make my own creative solutions which were not always appreciated by their enabling parents I don't know which one's worse if it's you yelling at a hearing impaired person because they're signing too long or me asking a person to take off their shoes and they're in a wheelchair it's time for TPN industry news Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Pirates of the Caribbean and Guns N' Roses designer Eric Menier posted a couple more times on Facebook this last week. Eric showed two more Guns N' Roses machines going out to lucky customers with drumsticks signed by band members. Both the guitarist Richard Fortas and the keyboardist Dizzy Reed were nice enough to sign machines for some lucky fans. I also asked Eric where he's been spending his time lately, whether that's on the floor or spending time in his office designing games. He said he's been spending a lot of time on the floor lately overseeing Guns N' Roses production. He said that pinball production has so many moving parts and players who make it happen and that it's definitely a marathon. So hopefully that means if you're waiting for a Guns N' Roses machine, it'll be on its way soon. It also seems that there's been a little bit of a hiccup with the code for Guns N' Roses. They went to a 1.16 and then right after that 1.17 and at the time of this recording the only version that's available is 1.14 on the Jersey Jack website. So if you haven't upgraded your Guns N' Roses yet I suggest holding off for now until they have a new stable version that you can put on your machine. For the Pinball Show this has been Ken Rudberg. Hey, this is Kaz with an American Pinball update. I spoke with Dave Brennan, the tech service manager at American Pinball. Wanted everyone to know that there are now multiple videos on YouTube for maintenance, service menus, code updates, and more. 
These are going to be great for first-time buyers, so search for American Pinball on YouTube. Dave will also be a guest on the Slam Tilt podcast very soon, so look for that. And also look for the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Craig, Bobby, and I are going to discuss American Pinball in games number four, five, and six. So I hope everybody has a great week and has fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Cosner. Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show's Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. Congratulations to Anna Neal for winning her very own Avengers Infinity Quest Pro Pinball Machine during the Stern Avengers Infinity Quest Heads Up Invitational this past Friday, which was streamed on both Stern's and Marvel's YouTube and Facebook pages. Anna battled her way through some tough competition in a very entertaining tournament and should be streaming her new game on her Hot Nudge Twitch stream with co-hosts Rebecca and Jane early this summer. And the Stern coders are certainly back at it with new code dropping this week for both Led Zeppelin code V.98 along with new Elvira's House of Horrors code V.1.02. The Led Zeppelin code contains numerous game enhancements including a wide range of expression light modes giving players the ability to adjust and customize their lighting system across all modes of Led Zeppelin with dozens of mode and song light show customizations. This code update also includes a new Electric Magic Frenzy Multiball, additional polish, adjustments, and bug fixes. Now on the Elvira front, owners can expect numerous game enhancements as well with their new code update including additional house turret interaction, additional polish, game enhancements, and bug fixes. So lots still going on with this very hot title from Stern as well. Stay tuned for some big news from Stern coming soon as the rumor mills continue to go into overdrive with what Stern's next big title will be. Can't wait. That's all for this week. For the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Always great hearing from those correspondents. Where you at, Dr. John? He was just on the on the midweek. I don't give a shit where he was at. <gasps> Get some news, John. Or find another job. <laughs> another free job. Become a babysitter. Stern Pinball's in the news this week. They had a successful, I believe, uh, Stern Heads Up Pinball Invitational. Did you get a chance to see this? I did not. Okay. I knew it was happening, but I was not able to watch it. I've been calling this now the Shoopies. Stern Heads Up Invitational. Shoopies. Hmm. Well, it sounds stupid. So. Shuppy. Shoopy. It went on uh, March 12th. Starting lineup of eight in the Chicago area. Uh, yeah, so congratulations to Anna with the uh, Hot Nudge group up there. Yeah, congratulations. New pinball machine coming your way. Now, overall, you didn't get a chance to watch. I watched probably the first 10 minutes, last 10 minutes. Uh, some quick thoughts here. I want to give the biggest shout out to Amono Harney. Wow. She was a gold star on this production because last year it was clean. It was crisp. It was beautiful. It was great. She doubled that this year. Uh, and they were subtle. They were really subtle uh, improvements. They really polished off the entire piece. And anytime that I'm watching some type of video or production piece and I'm jealous, that's always a great sign that it is fantastic. So I couldn't have pictured any of the layout better. And Amoto, if you're listening, I, I even, I see the small little things that people think is just a general easy thing to do, but it's really not. 
I, I saw the transparent stuff that uh, that you were putting on there, the timers and mm, fine, fine, fine work. If we could have that format and that layout, I think we could go somewhere in pinball. So it was beautiful, beautiful. And then I watched the last match with Anna Neal beating up on who was she beating up on? I think Andy Bagwell. But it was a time-based thing, Dennis, and I didn't mind it. It was actually, it came down to the last, like, bonus countdown. Really, <laughs> really fun stuff there. The downsides of this whole thing, because this is a winner here, but the downside, I would say, if I'm being transparent and honest, um, it still was confusing at times, I think, for just general population of people. A lot of rules, a lot of different things here and there. Uh, so I don't know how we're going to get around that. That was a little tough. Other criticisms, it still felt a little stale, a little flat, generic, insert, commentator kind of thing. Uh, I think it needs and deserves more energy because uh, that was almost a distracting point. And commentation should be the good point, but that was almost a distractor. I don't know if Tim and Jack don't have like a close relation. I don't know how that is, but the rapport just eh, fell a little flat for me. But overall... I want that kind of stuff. Like, I'm ready for Pin Clash 2.0. It was a fun event. Nicely done, Stern Pinball. And nicely done on some code updates, Dennis. You love code updates. Mm, yay, code. Code update Elvira version 1.02. I think it was a minor. It's done. Yeah, minor update. And uh, new Led Zeppelin code version 0.98. Big bump here and a big update indeed. If you've got the Led Zeppelin, got to get that 9.8 on there because that's huge. It's big. Some want stuff. Have you put it on yours yet? Mine is no longer here. <gasps> yeah. You hated it that much. No, I just, I let, uh, I let BD man stream it. So I took my Ellie up there and they're going to be streaming it on flipping out pinball streaming channel. And did you hear that Joel Engelberth is streaming for flipping out pinball? I did hear about that. Yeah. He streamed this last week on Led Zeppelin pro and had a blast. The whole gang was there. So, I would uh, encourage you guys. I think he's doing every other Thursday on uh, just follow us on twitch.tv slash flip in out pinball. That was a lot of fun. And we got some giveaways coming up too. Jersey Jack pinball. What have they been up to? Well, it's been going great. Yeah. It's, there's been some recent uh, chatter on the Facebooks on the pin sides mm -hmm. about um, some quality control issues. Ah, uh, the old QC. <sighs> you know, with the old QC. Yeah, you know me. These standards have been going out. I think they're about done with those standards now. They've been going out. Some decal issues. Some questionable decal application processes. Uh-oh. Rippling. Yeah, just uh, tighten the uh, flipper button a little bit too tight. Because Jersey Jack on these newer games, listener, has these glossy uh, decals. So they are really prone more, the, more so than that matte finish that a Stern or, or somebody uses. They're more prone to imperfections. They're a little bit more finicky, a little touchy. And then also our buddy, Travis Murray. Did I tell you that he came and uh, dropped off an Iron Maiden Ellie for me? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, his, his lovely Iron Maiden Ellie, he dropped that off. And then he took home Stranger Things Pro and a mm. GNR standard. I knew he'd gotten rid of the Iron Maiden. I saw it on his, uh, on his uh, A Pinball podcast, mm -hmm. but yeah. I didn't know that it was with you. It's with me. And he set up like, he got the pin mix guy to give him a soundtrack that is just right up my alley with hip hop and rap and stuff. So I'm sitting there, I need to stream it. Because if you guys want to see, you know how beautiful I sing. 
If you want to see the equivalent of that in dance form, I can give it to you. They do not. Oh, they do. Are you a good dancer? Who knows? Yeah, you do. You know if you're a good dancer or not. Who knows? Oh, I bet you are a fucking regular Fred Astaire, aren't you? I got those happy, happy feet. feet. I've got those happy feet. I can just see you being a tap dancer. Please tell me that you've taken a tap dance class in your life. No, I have never taken tap dance. Damn it. Would you? I don't think so. A duet? Too old. Too old to begin the training. Right, you and I. I think we could, uh, I'd take lessons with you. Tap dance. You could be the lead. Don't step on my toes. Leave <laughs> my head on your shoulder. Oh, Jersey Jack, uh, quality control. Issues. So, but it's not just the decals from yeah, what I've been so, hearing. So, that. yeah, let's talk about play fields. Travis Murray unboxed one with a chip by the scoop. Oh, before he played before it, before he put a ball on there. Oh, holy crap! Oh, a yow. All I can think of is maybe it shifted a little bit in shipping, and I don't know how. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. Uh, but it's a good thing he's going through flipping out pinball. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm assuming he'll get the unpopulated replacement playfield. There's the problem. Therein lies the problem. Uh-oh. So JJP Uh-oh. here recently, I've noticed we've had a couple customers with earlier GNR chipping or, you know, bubbling all of that stuff around the post. So we issued a request for either a new game, populated playfield, blank playfield, something. And they've changed it up. They're no longer really offering unpopulated replacement playfields. Wow. But what are they offering, Zach? You've got a couple options here. Now, I don't know if this is specific to the customers that I was serving or if this is a general approach that they're taking now. But listener, they're offering, I think, the, the, the best option. Eh, I'm mixed about this. But they said they'll just offer to buy your game back from you. <laughs> That's an interesting solution. <laughs> How do you feel about solution it? in air quotes? You don't like it? We'll buy it back. Shut up. I, I'm mixed on it because number one, well, it's a hell of a lot better option, I guess, than giving you a blank playfield you're not going to use. But the other well, side of me is like, wait a I, minute, it's kind of a slap in the face. No, I mean, I, I no, want this game. Yes I, and no. no. Yes and no. It's like if you want the game. I got to use the Amazon analogy. Mm -hmm. If I get something broken from Amazon, my my main thing isn't to ask for a refund or to ask for a repair. It's to ask for a replacement. And I send them back the bad thing and they send me the good thing Mm -hmm. and it's done and no more money changes hands. So in a way, I can see your point that rather than getting offered a blank play field, because most people aren't going to do a play field swap, I agree. Or it's going to talk a cost a thousand minimum to have somebody do it for you right or you're gonna have to contract it out it's gonna mm-hmm. cost a lot of money that them offering you to get a refund for the game but they're not offering to give you a new that's like but what do you do buy a new game for the one thousand dollars more now yes <sighs> can you even if it's a standard can you even buy another one no no so it's if you don't, so I'm, I'm going to stick with my, yeah, if you don't like it, you can shut up and you'll, we'll give you your money back, but you're going to give us the game and we're, and I'm assuming they're going to sell it to someone else. And I don't know if they want to come across like that, but it feels like that. It almost feels like, Hey, Jack Hall, we know that that game's worth more than you bought brand new. So let's buy it back there. Happy. I, I'm just curious whether if, and when they re, cause I just, unless they're planning to, they buy it back and they're going to put on a new play field then once they have the full game. 
Or are they going to sell it and then just say, hey, by the way, there is some playfield shipping on this on this version of this game. But uh, if you want it, it's I the same the- old price, you know, the same old $1,000 more price. Uh, and it's GNR, and y'all are desperate, so you're going to do it. Throw in a dumpster behind the uh, behind the factory there. I don't know. I just don't see anyone taking this offer. The other offer is you get the washer kit, the carbon fiber black or the translucent sure, sure. washer kit, and then you're allowed to purchase a blank playfield at the end of the run at their cost or at like a reduced cost. I think it's their cost, but I have not And that used to be jjp's approach back when the wonkas were having problems didn't they initially let people i don't know if they gave out the washer kits well, no, but they I've, let people buy blank play fields and then there were all the complaints sure and people. but we had customers that were issued wonka play fields free of charge if they were chipping well i heard that they changed the policy after there were initial complaints yeah now you're allowed they were, se- to they buy were selling blanks and then and then jack came out and said no 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 we're gonna we're gonna make it right with everyone and they because there were pirates play oh fields yeah these issues I, okay too. yeah I know and they changed saying. their policy too. Mm-hmm. everyone can have a blank free blank play field if they have sufficient shipping oh that's a tough one because not really a fix and i'm still paying out of my pocket i don't know if either one are a solution that i'm in love with it is what it is. I mean, they can do what they want, but it's a, t- it's a tough one because I don't know why in the hell these standards are still having, why are we having any issues with the play fields? I don't, I thought we're done with that. Unless part of me is like, no, they probably had those already ordered and they were maybe some of the mix. I don't know what is going on, but it is very frustrating. So I want to do this, Dennis. Recently had a customer contact me with an issue in their opinion on quality control on a what did get a Jersey Jack Guns N' Roses standard edition. All right. So I want to play a little game. This is kind of a tribute to the Pinball Players podcast. Mm. I think Jeff with with Jeff and Joe. Yeah, I think Jeff uh, he may still do it. Uh, but the you I make know, the call? Yeah, you make the call. You make the call. Yeah, when he does the tournament stuff. It's so been a few do, episodes since I've heard it. I know, right? Heard him so do it. I want to do uh in tribute to that I want to do a You Make the Call dealer edition. So I'm going to present you, listener, and Dennis with a scenario, and you have to become the dealer. And you have to try to solve the problem or what you would do in said situation. So we know it's a Guns N' Roses standard edition by Jersey Jack Pinball. Shipped it out to them. They are in California. Keep that in mind. Where am I? You're in Indiana. Oh. Yeah. Welcome. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, this scenario is already unrealistic, but continue. Hope you like corn and pickup trucks and Sam's clubs. So ship it out to him. He unboxes it. Doesn't cut the strap. Still folded up. Notices some rippling around the buttons. One, my, I would say one significant ripple around the button and one ripple on the other side of the cab under the armor. That was a very minor one. Again, with these these slick, clear things. It's easy to, easy to get a ripple. He contacts me and says, I'm not happy with this. And I like this uh, customer. He's a good customer, good dude. Um, but he said, I'm not happy with this. I don't blame him. Spent a lot of money on something and it's not, uh, not perfect. So you make the call as a dealer. What do you do? Customer's not happy with their cabinet decals. Now, you know, as a dealer, that you could probably get JJP to give you another set of cabinet decals. They would probably issue that no problem. So you could do that. 
then what do you do with the customer? He's got cabinet decals, but he, he's not interested in that. He wants a game that looks nice. He don't want to have to put in that time. Certainly doesn't want to have to pay the money to have somebody do cabinet installs. Uh, rippling can be, you just unloosen the, the flipper button, heat it up with a little heat gun, and then once it cools, then you can apply that flipper button again. It'll be fine. Same with the hardware. What would be your first approach, Dennis? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I would, I'd offer the, uh, I'd offer the decal option Okay. Uh, and letting him know though, that th- he would have to in- install them if okay. he wanted to replace them and suggest the fix at the same time saying, here's what you can do to, to repair the one you've got, but I can get you the decals. Assuming he says no, uh, what said, I would, he said, yeah. So that's first option. Nicely done. Did that. Okay. And he said, that's bullshit. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. He said, I want to send this back to Jersey Jack so they can fix the damn thing. Uh, and in that case, I think you'd have to say, well, they, they won't take it back to fix it. They won't take it, fix it, and then send it back to you. Mm-hmm. Unless they will, as long as he paid for shipping. And then oh. you can present that. Mm. But they, he's not going to do it. I know that when they were in Jersey, we had an issue with uh, somebody was an hour away with a yellow brick road. And we couldn't get any help from them. And finally, I said, Jack. Just, I'll pay the damn shipping. Can you guys not just fix this damn machine? I'll pay for everything. Just fix it. And he said, we're not equipped to do repairs such as that at the factory. Mm. And I was like, what? You build it. Okay. See, because that would be my, that would be my play field solution. You know, saying, uh, saying aside, I guess a, a little bit, our, our current, our current discussion on this, uh, you make the call, but like, it, I, I think it would be nice on the play fields if they would make the offer of, Hey, if you be it, I, you know, ideally it would have been the free blank play field, but sure. the, if you will pay for the shipping to send your old play field back to us, mm-hmm. we will do the part swap Whoa. and send you back the populator. Everybody you have to pay the shipping that. to us. But I think they don't do that because they're smart because they could probably get a lawsuit at that point against them, like making people pay to fix products that are new. Well, but I mean, that's pretty, I I'm skeptical about that. I, because I mean, that's what I've, that's, that's put it in your warranty terms. Well, uh, there is no warranty. With and again, I'll, I'll give you, I'll it give you another, I'll, I'll give you another watch you meant. Okay. So I, I purchased a, a, a wristwatch last year mm-hmm. um, and it was defective in under a month. It wasn't working oh, wow. right. And okay. so per the warranty terms, I was allowed up to two years for them to do any repair for free. However, I was obligated to cover all shipping to them oh. to get the product to them. So, and that included insurance. So this wasn't like a, a $4 shipping. Yeah, shipping though, a watch is a little cheaper, I think. It is, but I had to fully insure it. And okay. So, because what if it got lost in the shipment? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah, no, it, I mean, it's, it's cheaper than shipping up. But I mean, again, a play field doesn't, you're just shipping the play field back. It's not the full game. It's not going to run you $250 to ship the play field. So, sure, sure. So my, my point being that they could craft their warranty in a way saying that we will do all repairs, repairs on playfield chipping, uh, you know, we'll do the replacement swap, but you're, you're responsible for shipping. They can put that into their terms. I'm sure they can. I don't think they'd want to mess with it, honestly. Probably not. But I'm saying that's something that one could do that yeah. would come across as, this reminds me with the ghosting on the Ghostbuster yep, inserts absolutely. with Stern and, and the whole thing about, well... You know, are you just giving people extra play fields? If they think that they can fix the play field on their end, it lets them get it back. I they thought know minimum that, no that was a good enough solution but, to me. 
so back to the you make the call thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing I, I guess I would have considered would be to do something like the uh, the cabinet shields, you know, kind of like the, the not full, I guess, custom side armor, but like the cabinet shield stuff that cover oh, the flipper buttons, okay. like the half moon kits. Those mm-hmm. are like 18 bucks with Marco. So I'd say something like that, like an armor thing okay. that would cover the decal damage. Okay. Say, hey, we can get you this well, accessory. There wasn't even any damage. It was just... Right, it wasn't wrinkled. ripped. It was just buckling. Right, they'd be like, "Well, I can get you these, you know, these aftermarket covers. People like them because it stops wear from appearing on the decal around the flipper button anyway." And say, you know, all you have to do is it, they have like three screws and you you put them on. But I can get you, yeah. I can get you a set of that. That's that's a good that's a good solution. I, was, I, I won. I, I saw troubleshooting it. something. I, he wasn't going to be happy with that. Um, but I told him, it. I said, "Look, they're not going to take it back." They're not gonna. They're not gonna take this machine back. I'm just telling you. We, we we can ask if you want to take the time for us to ask. Three days later, we'll find out that that's not an option. What's our backup plan? Because they're not gonna do that. And I said, what about this option, Dennis and listener? What about hiring a tech to go out there and heat up those things and fix them? I offered that. Oh. that. I said, uh, or ultimately, you know what? As a as a customer, if I if I'd want my money back, I'd love for somebody just to offer my money back. So I offered him that too. Return it. I'll be happy to return it for you. I don't have any other ones I can send you, or else I'd just send you out a brand new one and return the other one. I'll eat the cost. I'll pay for the shipping. And ultimately, that's what he did. Really? Wow. He said, you know what? Thinking about it more, I don't want a tech coming out here. I don't. This isn't right. And if they're unwilling to take it, I want to return the machine and get a full refund, including shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, that's wow. how you go out of business. But now, so that's what you don't want an angry customer. You're the middleman. And the moral of the story is that is one example amongst many of why it's important for a pinball company to utilize distributors. Nah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I felt bad for the guy. So I got a, uh, if anybody wants a button rippled. I'll fix it once it comes back in, but I want to have another GNR standard. And that's you make the call dealer edition. I think you succeeded there, Dennis. Nicely done. You could be a dealer. No. You don't want to answer the phone 24 hours a day and messages and everything? I don't don't care for people. (laughs) American pinball is not in the news. Spooky pinball is, though. Tempgate. Uh-oh. Tempgate. They hold that little thing when you walk into a store. And get your little four. Yeah, yeah, I've been zapped by those. The phaser beams. They do that. Uh, I guess they're doing that to flipper coils now. Tim, mm. I don't know much about this, listener, but I know that hobbyists are kind of complaining of flipper issues on Rick and Morty by Spooky Pinball and potentially them coming from uh, an increased hot coil issue, a flipper coil issue. They did come out with a new code that tried to update and fix some of this, but. Eric Pripke, the coder, he's claiming on Pinside like this is a minimal issue. So is it okay? So is he saying the fans aren't helping much, or that most people don't really need to worry about? Yes, like it's not really a hot, not coil really issue. a temperature issue. Jerry Stellenberg came in because they have P3 board sets in them, so right. He came in and said, uh, trying to kind of debate on whether the P Rock board is responsible for some intermittent issues with flippers because some people wondered if it was a P-Rock issue. But people are having some flipper fidelity issues on on uh, on the Rick and Mortys. 
I, I, hmm. I've heard that from the beginning, and I had some weird little random issues pop up here and there, but I think code has helped those. So I've not noticed that. But there's been a lot of talk in pinball right now about coil heat and inconsistent power from your flippers. So much so that PinMonk on Pinside came out with these flipper fans that you install that keeps those flipper coils cooler. The last time we heard about this, I believe, Dennis, was like Lord of the Rings. People upgrading those Lord of the Ring flippers to a medium power. Did you ever hear that? Multiballs uh, get long. I think on Slam Tilt, I think I recall Ron once explaining some stuff about the flippers in mm-hmm. that White Star era yeah. and that you could do some coil changes to, to get you some. You can't make some, the center I, ramp after I've never, it's so yeah, I don't, hot. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to think I've heard about heat issues and the fan stuff beyond Rick and Morty. In fact, I want to think Joel on his Just Another Pinball podcast, sure. most recent episode, talked about that he thought it was a one of his top mods to install fans, which yeah. I thought seemed in most cases i think you're this is going a little beyond what you should need what you need to do i shouldn't even say should need to do i think it goes beyond what you maybe if you're putting in and maybe that's what eric pripke was was talking about is most people aren't sitting there constantly playing a game for two hours and Mm -hmm. that's when you're you know the carl d'angelo's of the world who are just putting in on the same game constant play is like most people in a home environment are going to run into that people were asking about uh they felt like the recent gnr feels a little sluggish with so many multi-balls and stuff over time. Carl D'Angelo actually worked with PinMonk to set up some temperature gauges during a lot of his streams. So if you see those number gauges, that's what they're doing. The mushy flippers on JJPs have been a complaint since Guaz. Well, that's more of a, yeah, a feel thing. But it's it's more the consistency over time, whether they get even mushier. Mm. Right, but I mean, if if that company's setup is such that it struggles under even somewhat compromised electrical yeah. you know draw to being notably sluggish that it's just a, heat's going to be more pronounced if it's something that if you've turned on five games on your on your same circuit breaker you already see a visual <laughs> difference on how the performance is on a jjp well and I, I wondered if it was the p-rock too because now that i think back i'm thinking about the american pinball games that remember they were especially like oktoberfest they had power supply they were maybe they thought, ah, it's power supply. We need to upgrade these power supply issues. And then they thought, that's an Indestrokes thing. Uh, the common denominator there is a P-Rock between a Spooky and an American Pinball. Hmm. I don't know where the, the problem lies, and I don't know the extent to the issue, but people are talking about it right now. So I don't, uh, and then like Pripke was saying, he wanted somebody to test out duct taping the flippers for like a half an hour straight and seeing if there's any change in temperature. He said that's what he would be interested in because he doesn't think there's going to be a significant difference there. Can't they do that at Spooky? <laughs> I don't. Maybe, I mean, I mean, and maybe they have, but and that's why they're own, saying we've already they tested They could do this. their own flipper coil test, right? Yes. They don't really need the public to do it for them. Yeah. Well, unless he's trying to diagnose a specific issue with that. I don't I don't know. But we'll we'll keep you up to date on this to see if there's any issues. Uh, Stern certainly is not having any flipper power issues. Those things woo, fly through your backboard. Or like in the flyer for when Daddy East first came out, I think they, they advertised like our flippers can crack walnuts. <laughs> they should do that on Segas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Segas would do some damage and poor plastic hollow stand-up targets. Speaking of issues, Pinball Brothers. They hey, had, it's alien. Yes, we've got, uh, I think yesterday, 
we're recording a day sooner, so we haven't seen this yet. Short gameplay video coming on the Super Awesome Pinball Show. Facebook, YouTube? I'm not sure. It's a SAPS exclusive thing. But uh, we did get a Facebook teaser of a picture of Alien, the head of it. Not the Xenomorph head. The head of the machine. And I will say it's an interesting design. I, I think there's something wrong with the photo perspective. I think the ratio squeezed a bit. I, mean, well, I don't know if it just happens to be the angle that they, they shot the photo from or what, but because it, lo- <laughs> it looks to me like the back box head is as tall as the pinball cabinet <laughs> is long. Is it's it like just me? Lights, camera, action kind of thing going. <laughs> it's like a perfect right <laughs> angle is what it looks like. I'm just like, sure, surely not. That if you drop that head, it would go <sighs> all the way down to the lockdown bar. That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> it can't be right. It has to be a perspective thing. It but I've seen it. I'm just like, this slender. is the top. This is taller than big guns. What's well, even, going on? Even like a listener, you're used to the head hanging off of the cabinet substantially, right? But on the picture that they displayed, it's almost even with the width of the cabinet. Mm. That's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's always a bad look. That's like when you ask your kid to draw a pinball machine, the head's always as wide as the, the cabinet body. But it looked like it looked very wedge head ish. Uh, I think some wedge, wedge heads were like all unison, weren't they? Or maybe it wasn't a wedge head. Maybe it was just an early EMs were like that. Uh, you're, maybe you think of the reverse wedge head. Ah, possibly. But yeah, interesting design. Um, very Circus Voltaire-ish. Having the speaker panel part of the translate back glass thingy. Interesting. Not an upgrade. Interesting. I, actually, it kind of looks like shit. I'm not going to lie. But I'll have to see it in person and see whether or not that ratio was just a, a uploading issue. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing how this thing shoots. But then again, I've seen how this thing shoots back at Expo in 2016 or 17. It doesn't sound like it's getting in your lineup. Oh, it'll be in my lineup. We're going to sell them. People love the game. It'll be in there. Just quickly checking my definitions here. Mm-hmm. So the wedge head was when the top of the ca- of the back box is wider than the bottom and the reverse wedge head was when the bottom was wider than the top. Okay. So, so I am talking about a wedge head, I believe they both, they both taper. It just depends which part of it. Tapers, yeah. But so. with the, the bottom of the taper of a wedge head is kind of similar to the size of the cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. And it would get bigger, the higher up. Sure. Go. Sure. So when you fold it down, sure. It'll overlap, but yeah, it meets up at that apex of the, the hinge there, man, man, not a good look. Oh, this is a good look though. Path of Play's coming back. Remember Path of Play? Mm. Yeah, I remember. I think I've I've seen some stuff back when they were doing it. And I thought it was last year that it was announced that the it was it mm-hmm. was gone. Yep, twenty twenty kind of did its number on Path of Play, uh, but Mike did a uh, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Mike Mike Primal on Facebook said the following: For the last two weeks, we have worked feverishly to revive this project in hopes of getting something back from what 2020 took away. We were not all in the same boat and we all experienced a different storm. Today, we finally announced a big win for students. We will be partnering with a high school to finally see a vision come to fruition. Forget everything you know, path of play, because things are changing in a big way. This program will include two board gaming libraries, a Nintendo Switch gaming station, and a pinball machine to be placed in an alternative learning classroom. All of this has been approved by the school, and we will be making a more official announcement with them soon. So yeah, they're calling it uh, the Playroom 
experiment. So it sounds like this is all very specific to one fixed location then. Yeah. So maybe this is kind of the, the pilot program of sorts. Yeah. Uh, nicely done. Welcome back, Path of Play. It's always good to see a charitable organization uh, getting back into the swing of things. Nicely done. All right, Dennis and listener, we are slow on the news this week, so I thought we'd throw in a little segment here. And who doesn't love segments when we give away stuff? Uh, people who don't win it. That would be correct, my friend. What do they say? You're the uh, the taker of souls and I'm a giver? I'm a giver, Dennis. I don't think people say mean things about me. I don't think. They... I'm the second nicest person in pinball. How did you get that? that uh... It was chosen by the people. <sighs> I'm a giver. So we want to give more. It's March, right? And what do you think about when you think about March? I think about how daylight savings time once again messes with my clock. Once again, screws me up. But no, mm-hmm. March reminds me of basketball. Diaper Dandy, baby! You better warm up the bus, Crusades! March Madness Topper Bracket Buster Time! Freshman phenom. <laughs> oh my God! You know, Dickie V. Yes, I remember. I can't believe it. Prime time performer, baby. PPP. He was always an example of when the commentator makes it too much about himself and not about the game. Maybe that's why I idolize him so much. It's awesome, baby, with a capital A. Love these segments. All right, for so for this segment. We're going to give you the winner of this Topper Bracket Buster, a brand new Hobbit Playfield. Holy shit. Now that's a good podcast giveaway. Well, if it isn't chipped. Ouch, man. I will look it over and make sure it's not chipped. <laughs> Ouch. Sorry. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, so we're going to be giving away the winner of this of this uh, giveaway, a, a free Hobbit Playfield, or I'm going to give you an option. Ooh, choice. You can take the Hobbit Playfield, or choose door number two. And door number two, we've got a $250 gift certificate for a topper. Whoa, one fourth of a topper. There you go. Well, you pick a cheaper one, you get a little little bit more. But yeah, so your pick either win a free Playfield, and I'll ship it to you. Continental United States, free of charge. If you're outside of there, let's talk um, because those are going to be pricey. <laughs> let's talk. It's all uh, Dr. Let's, Phil. Let's talk. <laughs> we uh, have to talk. No, I'm not going to that. Okay, yeah, so, don't go there. Uh, second place will get uh, their choice of banner, Stern banner. or what, what banners are available? We've got most of the newer titles. Uh, so you think of a newer title, we've probably got it for Stern. Uh, so Jurassic get, Park. We've got it. Uh, do you have turtles? Turtles we have, yeah. Stranger Things? We've got it. Wow, you have you have like the whole set. Avengers, Led Zeppelin, we've got that. Some of the older ones that they don't reproduce anymore. I think we even have Batman. We've got mm. comic book editions of Vader and Deadpool? Skywalker. Deadpool we've got. Wow. Well, you have all the ones I would have thought of. They call me the Topper King, but damn it, I'm the Banner King too. The Banner Baron. The baron up what, now I have to look up exactly what what is a bear. What Thank is a baron? You. Thank you. I'll explain the rules of this giveaway. So we're going to do that. Or a GNR banner. We, we do have some GNR banners as well. Your choice. I've categorized 64 team bracket of the toppers, <laughs> pinball toppers. So 
you're going to fill out that bracket. Dennis is going to do it live on the air right now. We're going to see what his favorite topper is. But for you to win, you're going to have to fill out this bracket. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, I might be able to get on the website, but go to the Facebook page. Get yourself a topper bracket. Fill it out. Send it in. But you're filling it out based on my selection. So I'm not going to give you my selections here today, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to have to get the closest to my picks for best topper. Wow. Now, I will say, I'm going to give you guys a clue. Don't go by the straight down the middle top 10 toppers video. It's dated. Why not? It's why, were you, why was that video full of lies? That was prior to Stern's resurgence of toppers. Oh, it's dated. They had a few, but I didn't hit the industry yet to change it <laughs> to change it all. Oh, I see. So this is going to be fresh. And yes, Baron is the member of the lowest order of British nobility, <laughs> often referred to as a lord. Sounds like a bitch to me. <laughs> That's kind of mean. I'm a banner bitch. So yeah, Dennis Creasel and I are going to go through these. He's going to pick his favorites out of the 64 team lineup of topper topper toppers. And uh you are if you guys want a free play field or a big gift certificate for a topper or a banner, shit, we're giving away stuff. <laughs> submit big. your own based on what you think I selected. I'm not trying to throw any curveballs here. I'm just going with effectiveness, the looks of it, not so much even the integration so much, just but what it looks like, what it I mean, whirlwind fans cool it blows, but so Dennis, you're you're ineligible, so not not based on what <laughs> I want. No, but gift based card on what you like. What do you like? Do okay, you like so that? Just what I like. Okay. Not me trying to think what you picked. Yeah, correct. That's their job. All right. I'll still send you a, a Hobbit playfield if you no, want. No, I don't want enough Hobbits. <laughs> Let's start off with the first choice here, Dennis, and that is Guns N' Roses CE, which is that sound bar, right? 2D plastic, but a sound bar. Or Sega's Twister with the, the faux whirlwind fan. Mm-hmm. He'd go with GNR. He's going with GNR, ladies and gentlemen. I think so. It's a good choice. We'll go. We'll keep going down. So that was okay. the GNRC, kind of the top dog. And how I did this, listener, I went through the top 100, and I just, I, number one pick, whatever the number one game was on the top 100 pin side, if it had a topper, boom, I put it down. Moved to number mm. two. That Makes sense. Cool. So the next one would be in the same division, the TNA, Spooky's Beacon, Hot Pinball Action, or Aerosmith's Stern. These are all factory. All factory. Right, right. I prefer the Beacon. I always like the Beacon. I, I like it on like uh, yeah. Getaway as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good topper. Moving down to the Walking Dead Stern topper, which is like that head fish aquarium. Yep, fish tank. Or the classic that is Pinbot. No, Walking Dead. Yeah. Pretty easy so it's far. It's cool. That's iconic. The next one, Wonka CE has a mirroring effect to it, right? They made two toppers. This mm-hmm. one in particular is the CE. Had a mirroring effect to match back glass. Had a Oompa Loompa with a big Wonka bar. Or do you go high speed? High another, speed. Another I, I hated the Wonka toppers. Okay. thought they were tacky. <gasps> the next one, Iron Maiden. They made two toppers from Stern. This mm-hmm. is the Egypt one. 2D plastics only. Egypt topper or fire system 11 with that bell no the bell oh no uh, iron maiden you don't like that ding ding well here's the thing i do another podcast and my co-host dog likes to ring a bell a lot and it's kind of turned <laughs> me off to bells <laughs> should call him tony pavlov over there yes yeah, like, hear these bells it's like the dog would ring a bell to go outside and apparently it very aggressively you. you're like why am i salivating shit all right, next one. Whitewater. Oh, 
tried and true. Mm-hmm. Or the Oktoberfest freebie 2D plastic that you screw in the head. White, bo- white water. Come on. Okay. White water. Everyone loves white water's topper. Yeah, these, these are going to be quick the first round here. Ghostbusters, Ecto 1 topper. Or the Tales Wee- from the Crypt, the Data East molded plastic thing they usually do. Mm-hmm. Ecto. Okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. Man, we got a topper fan here, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis is going to go the next one. Iron Maiden, here's that Aces High topper with the plane, the cockpit. The cockpit is three-dimensional. Or do you go South Park with Kaming up top? <laughs> no, no. I actually really like the Aces High one. Okay. Meow. Me trying to find one right now is damn near impossible. Meow. Meow. <sighs> Travis, why didn't you just buy a fucking topper? Uh, Travis, come on, man. Uh, another number one seed down in the South Bracket. Jersey Jack Pinball's Pirates of the Caribbean CE with a moving ship. Oh, that's a good one. Or Secret Service with that light bar. Mm, no, Pirates. <laughs> Black Knight Sword of Rage. The uh, okay. the favored. Oh, but favorite. it's against one of my f- oh, personal favorites. It goes up against the whirlwind. It's so simple. Oh, it's so perfect. But Black Knight's like Stern's greatest topper ever. Oh, so I'm going with Black Knight. Man, whirlwind gets knocked out in the first round. I feel bad, but Shit. In, in fairness, I could always just set a fan on top of any pinball machine. Yeah, that is true. Man. It's mm. not the same. Poor Pat Lawler. Dialed in CE. Nothing special, but it only came on the CE. Or Data East Jurassic Park. Okay. That one's not special either, though. Yeah. Do you have it's a Jurassic a little, Park topper? No, it uh, it didn't come with a topper, oh, but it okay. had the light bar yep. for the topper. So I had the lights. Oh, so it I lights just didn't up have the. Wall the a bit. I just didn't have the. Lo- I'll, I'll go dialed in. Okay. They're both meh to me, but yeah, I agree. Stern's TMNT Technodrome topper with the moving eyeball, or Rocky and Bullwinkle, simple but very effective with the Bullwinkle horns. That's true. Um, I will actually go with Poitles, though. Okay. Adam's family cloud topper or laser war. Now I didn't, I didn't know laser. Oh, war. laser wars. Topper is awesome. <laughs> laser war. It's pretty big. Good luck finding it. Though. Good. Exactly. Man. There is a whole thread on Pinside on people trying to build their own yeah, because a, so few were released. You're a topper connoisseur. Look, I'm proud of you, but it's really cool because it, uh, the wave, uh, form mm-hmm. is affected by the sound is really cool. Adam's family is mm. pretty iconic though. That clown. I don't topper. care about iconic. Wow. Uh, apparently you don't cause whirlwind just hit the dust. That game's overrated anyway. <laughs> we're going, we're going strong takes here. The next one, Led Zeppelin's topper. Remember it does have those can lights that, that, uh, shoot around or the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Zeppelin. Okay. It's going I can't wait to see that one in person. Hot Wheels, freebie 2D <laughs> plastic, or Fishtails, talking fish. I hate that fish, Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. It reminds me too much of Billy Bass. That's right. What does Billy Bass sing? I forget the song that he sings. <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about the song. Okay. Attack from Mars, Ellie with the bouncing alien. It's hard to beat that. Oh, it's a good matchup, though. Strange Science with the actual neon. No, I love that attack from our stopper. That'd be one I'd want. Yeah. It's that's a tough one though. You gotta admit. Not for me, it's not. Okay. Anytime you put neon on a topper. I have enough neon in my room, I don't need it on the topper. Oh. Neon flex. Let me give a shout out to uh Dave Brennan, who made custom lava lamp toppers on all of his games. Sounds dangerous, but uh he constructed it in a really well, cool. Well, I doubt it he used real liquid hot magma. <laughs> magma. <laughs> <laughs> And do you think battery acid's bad on those boards? He also used a shark with a freaking laser beam. 
That's their freaking heads. He's just waiting for Jaws. <sighs> Back in the top north bracket, number one seed, Medieval Madness Remake, the House of Pain Topper, versus mm. an underrated Dungeons & Dragons big-ass topper. Yeah, I think it's just because there's Dungeons & Dragons is not a very common game to encounter. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to go with the D&D topper. <gasps> wow, you pissed off a lot of people there. D and D over, and they're both they're both medieval themes. That's right. Both dragons. That's what made it so perfect. Man. Speaking of medieval themes, let's talk about the next matchup. Oh man, nicely done. Game of Thrones dragon topper by Stern Pinball. Very underrated. That was before people knew that they wanted mm-hmm. toppers bad. Or the Kiss concert light show topper by Stern. These are both fairly popular. On- they're both great looking. I like the Game of Thrones topper better. Okay. I, I think maybe if I was a KISS fan, I would be more enamored by the KISS topper. I know it's deeply popular, but I just think that the Game of Thrones as a topper wow. looks more interesting. Hugh Ron Hallett. Man, they gave me some shit on that last episode. They had Jesse J and Ryan C on. Hmm. Man, really, really beat me up on my singing. And then Ron had to come out and do like this beautiful encore performance of Thunderstruck by AC. Thunderstruck, yeah. Freaking killed it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bow down to him on that because that was better than Stu. Could Maybe have you should have him be a host on this show. Oh, that's coming if he's willing. The next one's coming too. Batman sixty six is Ellie Super Ellie cockpit topper or Doctor Who's topper. That's, yeah, that's a tough one. Both very effective. One has a remember the Batman one. Shines that signal on the ceiling. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I think ultimately I'm going Batman because of that. I always just thought that was a really good eye-catching, neat idea to have. And it just looks good with them in the cockpit. We've got Wonka's aftermarket waterfall topper or F-14 topper. Aftermarket? Well, I thought we were doing factory stuff. No, it is a factory topper. So it's just like a stern. You could have purchased it, uh, but it didn't come on the game. Right, right, right. So uh, it is a very thick acrylic it's got a glittering water feature, nothing close mm-hmm. to resembling white water. Or F-14 Tomcats blinded by the topper. Three yeah. strobe. F-14. That's three beacons. I think it was three beacons, wasn't it? That's right. Beacons are beacons for days, yo. I do like beacons. All right. Stern's Avengers topper. Effective. Beautiful. 2D yeah. classics. Minimal. Or more beacon action. Nah, nah I'll, I'll give it to Avengers. Lethal Weapon 3. So you're going to Avengers on that one? Yes. Okay. Sorry, Lethal Weapon. Your blue <laughs> your blue beacons. Blue beacons, uh, yeah. not so much. Circus Voltaire Scrolls, eh, topper-esque, or the Munsters Cuckoo Clock. I like the clock, Munsters. When it works. I wouldn't buy it, but I like it. Alice Cooper's Brain in a Jar topper by Spooky, which I thought kind of looked like shit. Or Judge Dredd's <laughs> Eagle topper i actually would go alice cooper i think the judge dread topper looks super cheap oh <laughs> oh it's so cheap stern's jurassic park which really started this uproar with the topper prices or monday night football believe it or not listener there is a topper for monday night football and it is an effective one it's a 2d plastic of a of an umpire referee with their arms straight up making a field go like yeah i don't like really care for either of these but i the Jurassic Park is better done. They're both plastics. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, I, I, I know. But the Jurassic Park one comes with code. Oh, that's right. Goat mania, <laughs> baby. They still need to code the screaming goat in there. That was a blown opportunity there. 
back down to a new fresh bracket, east bracket here. Monster Bash remake with the molded uh, singers or teed off and that rascally little gopher. Teed off. It's so ugly with it in that little plastic contained thing. I always think it reminds me of those. Put a quarter in and you get the little egg toy with like a cheap plastic ring, except this comes with a rodent. Uh, It reminds me of Caddyshack too. It's so tacky, it's worth having. At the very end, he's showing off to the poodle. Sorry, deep cut there. Stern's Guardians of the Galaxy's topper, the Alien Ellie Beacons. Beacons, actually. Going beacons. Batman 66, they did an, an aftermarket topper for the premium. It was a, a, a showcased a 2D plastic of the villains. Yep. Or the beauty that is the taxi topper. Taxi. Very beautiful. He's going taxi. Wizard of Oz, ruby red, 2D plastic, or last action hero. A beacon-ish, but they're lights, light show. Uh, like yeah, I'll, I'll go with Waz. I'll go okay. with Waz on it. I sense a Data East hatred with you. Deadpool. I, I voted Laser War. Oh, no, that is uh, Deadpool by by Stern. Uh, that's one that is trending up because you can't find him anywhere anymore. Or and Deadpool, it's a two D plastic, but I think the thumb moves on a little motor. Right, right, there. yeah. Or the Data East, the Simpsons, which is literally just a two D plastic of Bart saying like "Eat my shorts" or something, or play pinball, or something stupid. Since that Data East game should probably be destroyed Thank outright, you. just Deadpool. Oh, but I can't say that the Back to the Future can be destroyed. Yeah, different story. Well, I, I'm not going to say that it shouldn't. That it didn't. Ex- I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't exist. I'm mm. just saying that if every single Daddy Simpsons was destroyed, I don't think people would be sad. <sighs> and in other news, one of my stern buddies is either ruining my entire existence for a grail pin of Back to the Future by telling me ain't happening, or they're trolling me hard. No, they don't. They don't troll. But they're a friend. They might be. Oh fuck! Rick and Morty's topper, which is free, comes with a spinning portal. Or Houdini. Houdini did. They did make a topper in conjunction. Um, yeah, with that game. I like the Rick and Morty topper okay. better than. And we're almost done here. The first round. Star Wars R two D two topper. Or Data East Guns and Roses. What was the Data East Guns? Like a vacuum formed thing, just like Jurassic Park. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, R2-D2. I Hot damn. Ask. I like R2-D2. I do too. And last one. It took one, the first five one. years to have him developed. If they work. Elvira House of Whores. She'll scare you with that lid. Pops up. Or Police Force. <laughs> <laughs> Another cop car topper. Uh, yeah, no, Elvira. Okay. Moving on to the second round as quick as we can. Guns and Roses CE again. That was with the light or, or the sound bar. Or TNA's mm-hmm. Beacon. Ooh. Guns and Roses. Oh! There's an upset for Dennis. The Walking Dead Head Topper or High Speed Beacon. Walking Dead. Oh, is a beacon going to make it into the third round here, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Iron Maiden's Egypt Topper or White Water? White Water. Okay. So far, I'm, I'm really loving your picks here. Ghostbusters, Ecto-1 Topper or Aces High with Iron Maiden? Ghostbusters. Okay. Somebody loves Stern Tubbers. Pirates of the Caribbean CE with that rocking ship in a bottle. Or Black Knight Sword of Rage. Black Knight. Give me your money. Dialed in CE, which everyone forgets, or the Technodrome TMNT. Technodrome. 
Toidles. Toidles it is. Laser War or Led Zeppelin? Laser War. Oh, man. It's the dark horse here coming coming out of the West Division. I don't know why I'm keeping up with that. Hot Wheels freebie. That's (laughs) absurd. Or Attack from Mars bouncing (laughs) Attack from Mars. Attack from Mars. Back up to the South Division. Dungeons and Dragons topper or Game of Thrones topper? Take Game of Thrones of Dragon. Yeah, it'll be Thrones. Martell, fucking Martell. <laughs> no one chooses that house. Oh, do they not? Early code, they did, didn't they? Maybe. Batman, I don't remember. Batman sixty six LE Super LE topper or F fourteen Tomcat? Batman. Avengers Infinity Quest topper by Stern or Monsters topper Cuckoo by Stern? Monsters. He likes interactivity. Alice Cooper's brain in a jar that looks like shit or Jurassic Park goat mania. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Okay. There's his aesthetic style coming in. off topper. Or alien beacon. Teed off. Oh, these poor beacons. Taxi. Nice molded topper or wizard of Oz. 2d plastic. Hmm. Taxi. It's a good choice there. Deadpool. I read DP and I thought double pin. Deadpool or Rick and Morty. Deadpool with the thumb. Rick and Morty. Rick and Mor- oh, he likes the fact he's taking a stance here that it was free. I appreciate that. <laughs> like how you're just talking all up to him. It's free or not taking is your logic here. for me. Yeah. R2-D2's beep boop topper or Elvira's house of whores. R2-D2. Oh, man. That's a tough call there. That's a tough. No, call. it was not. Back up. Ooh, <laughs> elite eight of the best topper. Guns and Roses. CE. More sound, bitches. Or more head with the Walking Dead. More uh, head or more walking sound? Walking Dead. Yeah, I th- just thematically, it's a really strong topper. Coral. If you know. Do you show. want me to do one of those? <laughs> Coral. <laughs> Coral, is your head in this? Where's your mom? Put your mom's head in the aquarium. Oh, you hated she that last her, week, didn't you? She flipped the car one too many times, Coral. I thought that solo meme uh, reenactment oh God, was really well done. St- Cor- no, that was her, that was where I stopped the uh, episode. I know that was so fresh. That was good. It was not fresh. It was like four years too old. No, and, uh, it still holds up. White water. Not, not how you did it. Oh, this is a tough pick, listener. White water for Dennis Creasel or Ghostbusters. Whitewater. Wow. Was that a tough pick or no? No. Okay. Black Knight Swords of Rage or the Wondering Eye of Teenage mm. Black Knight Turtles. I like Turtles. Black La- Knight. Laser War. Oh, this is a heart. Pulling at the heartstrings here. Laser War or Attack from Mars? Attack from Mars. Okay. Now he's being reasonable. <laughs> Laser, <laughs> Laser War. Laser War topper's really cool. It's a Cinderella story. All right. Oh, God. Game Shut of- the. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Show me your house or Batman 66 Super LA cockpit. Uh, Batman. Okay. He doesn't care about a flapping dragon. No, it's cool. I like both those stoppers though. Monsters cuckoo or Jurassic Park's goats. Do you like goats? Monsters. Cuckoos. That is a good topper. Man, so, yeah. much, so much was it's right so, with again, that Again, it's so thematically solid. So much was right, but one thing was wrong. Teed off. What? Or taxi. Teed off. Wow. We're going crazy. We're going crazy. Elite eight. Crazy. Is that how dialed in would say? Crazy. Crazy. Teed off in the elite eight. 
Who's going to be the last one in the lead eight? Rick and Morty's freebie or R2-D2's expensive? <laughs> L.E. R2-D2. versus freebie. <laughs> R2-D2 okay. can move on. Boop, 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 boop. Sorry, Charlie. Let's take a look at this Elite Eight. We've got a Stern. We've got a Williams. We've got a Stern. CGC. Stern. Stern. Gottlieb? Stern. Oh. I think the king of toppers may be Stern Pinball. Well, they are trying to sell them at dramatically what? high prices. So, Besides the fact. It's like a market. Yeah. They're making a market. They're, you know, they're really more a lifestyle brand. Oh, they are. I love it. Puzzles. Okay. When are they going to sell their yeah, <laughs> puzzles? When are they going to sell chapstick? Gonna, I, I, I put it on. Who's going to make it to the final four here of the topper buster bracket? Only on the pinball show. Is it give me more head walking dead or try to replicate that topper after 25 years? Whitewater. Whitewater. Whoa. Black Knight Sword of Rage, the, the heavily favored, or Attack from Mars. Oh, these are both That's, of modern toppers. I really like both of these a lot. That, I, I will go Black Knight. Okay. Though. That might be 1A and 1B on a lot of people's picks, but they fall yeah, in the I same region. Well. We're going back up top here. Batman 66 Super Ellie Ellie Edition. You got to shine it on the wall for Batman or Cuckoo Munsters, Stern versus Stern. Monsters. Okay. You're so decisive. And our last spot in the final four bracket is Gopher Nuts, Teed Off, or R2-D2. Both cute. They're precious, both of them. R2-D2. That's all, that's all the farther you get there, Butler. In our final four bracket for toppers for Dennis Creasel, we've got Whitewater. We have Black Knight. We have Munsters, and we have R2-D2. I'm going to point out that three of the four are stern toppers, modern toppers, too. But Dennis Creasel really hates older games. It's all about the new shiny. Who's getting into the final matchup? Is it Whitewater or Black Knight Sword of Rage? Black Knight. And Black Knight's going to go up against one of these two, either Munsters, eh, kind of a dark horse there, or R2-D2, the one that people had a bitch fest about. <laughs> R2D2. Oh, baby. That is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a lot of credit. This is one hell of a final championship round. The finals is Stern Pinball's R2D2 topper, beep boop beep, that took a fucking eternity and cost a shitload of money and was called an LE. Had trouble selling it at the beginning. Now try to find one. They're crazy. Or the Black Knight Sword of Rage topper, which I recently seen. Put on pin side for $2,400, I believe. Wow. Wow. Both coveted. Both desirable. Both sterns. Both interact with the player. Which one gets the win? Black Knight. Congratulations, Black Knight Sword of Rage. The topper's better than the game, baby! Warm up the first <laughs> 2D2! <laughs> <laughs> so that, ladies and gentlemen, was your bracket busters for toppers on the pinball show. What I need you to do is go to the Facebook page, find that bracket there or a link to that bracket, fill it out. You only get one submission, asses. Don't be submitting all types of them. 
Don't you hate the people at the office that submit like five or six of these damn things? It's for fun. I've never people. worked at a big enough place where that was a problem. Gosh. We, oh, we, yeah. We'd have just a few people. We tape them all up around like the, the mailbox area or something. So yeah, submit that to us for a chance to win a brand new playfield of The Hobbit. So fitting for this show. Or $250 off a topper. Or if you get second place, banner baby. You might even let someone, if they don't want the playfield or gift card, get a banner instead. You might be that generous. Shit, yeah, it'll save me money. But I don't have the teed off top. <laughs> you do a pretty good uh, little gopher. It wasn't bad, right? Yeah, it's I've pretty seen good. that movie so many times, and I do almost prefer Caddyshack 2 over 1. Call me crazy. I actually think more about Caddyshack, because Caddyshack 2 was the first one I saw. The- me too. I had to go back and watch Kenny Shack one because mm-hmm. I was so young. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about too. That go for it. Yeah. Let's go into shutting this show down. But first we can't do that. Oh, we can. It's no. over. Thanks everyone. Let's do the sponsor plugs. Nope. If look, if we don't do pinball market trends right now, people have to contact their doctor because their erection will not go down after, until next week. Market trends. And you all did fail me last week. I had two wonderful, beautiful, sexy some bitches that submitted their call out, but that's far from 25. Maybe they were trying to spare Nicole from our fornication session of having nothing but a looping track of pinball market trends call outs. I didn't someone write in talking about how his wife got scared awake while they were driving because of the goat cry. And you basically almost caused a car wreck. And they may have said that now that they think it's funny, but ultimately I think that showed just how toxic it is. That was filmmakers, uh, the filmmakers, the Reeves, uh, Bump in the Night. They, mm. they did Bump of the Night and they- They bu- almost bumped off a cliff. They're a big fan of me, Team Zach. But yeah, they, uh, Joel thought it would be funny when his wife Dana was sleeping uh, on a road trip. They were playing, he was listening to our show and he knew it was coming, so he cranked it up a little bit for a screaming goat. And yeah, she said she damn near like fell out of the truck. Yeah. Sorry, Dana. Love ya. Turning up this week is Oh boy, this is hot. This is a hot game. Deadpool Pro and Premium. Deadpool is on fire. People love Deadpool. It's got fun code. It does. It's got fun callouts. It does. It's got a topper with a thumb that moves. And it's got a unicorn. It's not coming out of smokes. I mean, what's not to love? Chimichangas? Who doesn't love chimichangas? Do you go with chimichanga when you go to the uh, Mexican restaurant? Most Mexican restaurants do not serve chimichangas. What? It's not a real, I don't think it's a real Mexican item. Oh, that's bullshit. It's an American invention. That's bullshit. Well, people can write in and correct if I am wrong, but I man, I don't think it's authentic. You know authentic. what? I think authentic Mexican food sucks. There's your strong take. <gasps> That is not only a strong take, that is deeply wrong. No, it sucks because they don't even use cheese, really. I was in, I was in like a Mexico once and they got like a taco. No, I, no, I want that processed shit that doesn't taste like actual corn. Ugh. They didn't have any cheese on it. And I was like, hey, where's my queso? You know, most, uh, yeah, well, like a street taco is usually the, the soft corn tortilla oh. and then whatever meat you're adding and then cilantro and onion, I think, is pretty much all that there. And plus what salsa you want to put on it. Oh, come on. No. 
Yeah, chimichanga. I'm with the you origin, according to Wikipedia, the origin of the chimichanga is uncertain. Oh, by some accounts, it originated in Mexico. In others, by accident, in Arizona. <laughs> like a Walter White's down there making chimichangas. Oh man, no, I don't. I go chimichanga. I like a chimichanga. Basically. I don't think I've ever had one. Looking at this, I don't think I have. Never lived. It's like a fried burrito. But then it's doused yeah, in queso. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't usually do burritos either. I I'm usually do guy, huh? like a like a street taco, or uh, I'm a fajita fan. So I I do like the fajita, but you got to give me extra cheese. No, I I don't put cheese ever on a fajita. Oh, how do you not? Che- no. cheese on everything. It's not authentic. You're a Velveeta vulture. A Velveeta vulture. Mm, I love it. All right, so Deadpool's doing well. Man, it's doing well. This game, what it came out two years ago. Still yeah, on fire. Still on fire. We got some in this last week. We had a shitload of them in too. All gone. Got to wait for the next run. They could run that thing for another five years and be good. I think can't order enough of them, but I could order enough of these. Training down this week is NBA fast break. If you got one, sorry, you're out of luck. <laughs> well, you know, back back in the day, you know, back back in the '90s when you all were supposed to be into pinball. NBA Fast Break was a game that you acquired just so you could strip the boards out and put into a real game. Oh, like a Medieval Madness. Yeah, exactly. Some people, yeah, some people redid Medieval Madnesses out of Fast mm-hmm. Breaks. Yeah, no, it, no, really, it was it was seen primarily as a parts machine. Like Popeye, assholes. Fast Break's a cool machine. <laughs> Fast Break is a cool machine. I'm going to give it a lot of credit. It's fun. Um, I thought it was fun. Yeah. It scores lower than a JJP game, though. I mean, you can switch it into point mode rather than uh, basket mode. Is that sacrilegio? I mean, I don't know anyone who plays yeah, it that way, but and defeats the purpose of it. I've never played a linked one. Nor have I. I'd like to play a linked one. Maybe if TPF happens next year, they always have a linked one there. Do they? I, I, last time I was there, I seen one. Or maybe I guess I just never ever waited in line to do it then. Hmm. A game at the last TPF uh, that I really liked was the Williams Harley Davidson. Oh, I haven't had enough time on that, but it, it always sized looks cool. like the Gottlieb Street levels. It, it had no ramps. Uh-huh. It was their response to when Silver Slugger did really well. And okay. actually, it's a really fun game. Huh. I thought. I even think not very the, common though. The uh, the Sega Stern one. I always think it kind of looks cool. I haven't. I don't have enough time on one, but. I've, uh, yeah, I've just played that on Pinball Arcade so much that I okay. I hate all the rules. And the I've theme does nothing I hate all the rules me, on it. It's so generic. Okay. But it's kind of cool how the Harley eats the ball. Trending no. down is NBA Fast Break. Uh, they were going, you saw a little trend last year, about this time, about a year ago. Uh, but now they've, they've kind of come back down. We got all these raising prices on nearly every title, but this is an exception. NBA Fast mm-hmm. Break, you can get a really nice one for... Upper twos, lower threes. Um, underappreciated game. George Gomez design and a really fantastic design, if I might add. Really good design. Let's save you a little bit of money and go to our deals of the week, baby. I could do that all day long. Bye, bye, bye. No, I hope not. Deals of the week this week is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Ellie. It's not mine, Dennis. Don't worry about me shilling. This is actually me showing some good support because I have one for sale for $89.99. I thought that was very fair. Low place. Beautiful game. But this one on Pinside is from Bro Brawl, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Bro Brawl selling one, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Low place, 320 plays with some mods on it and lighted speaker panels, a custom topper, uh, about a tenth as cool as the 
factory one, but still something. And you get a color matched coin door. This is a $9,000 game all day long. All they want, 8,500 oboe. Bye, bye, bye. And the ease of this purchase, I don't even know that this guy probably hates me, but here I am shilling for him. I like that he says he can pallet it, pad it, strap it, bulletproof pack it for shipping. And he gives you a price on shipping. It's usually $450 in the lower 48. It makes it too easy. Bye, bye, bye. Nicely done, man boobs, bro. Bro, bro. Do you think that's what he went with? I'm trying to, I don't know. So that'll save you a little bit of money. But if you want to lose your ass, come on over to Deals of the. What the fuck are you doing here, you fucker? Deals of the WTF this week. We're going to go to, I don't usually do this, Dennis, but we're going to go in this one situation to eBay. So this is free shipping on a pinball machine. This ain't a pinball machine. This is a Zizzle. Pirates of the Uh-oh. Caribbean Zizzle. It's a toy. It's a trap. Free shipping because it weighs five pounds. <laughs> like, whoop de do. so mean. You could fold this thing up in a topper box. I've had one. They're selling it. And the reason I'm bringing it up on eBay is because people are bidding on it. Right now, the current bid, there's 31 bids, 43 watchers. This thing is going to sell, sell, sell. $1,125 for a used-ass fake Pirates of the Caribbean pinball zizzle machine. Sell, sell, sell. John Papaduke, I love your designs, but this game is atrocious. But it does work. It does work better than Magic Girl. <laughs> oh, Maybe better sad, than Raza. True. We'll have to wait and see. 1125 and usually when there's that many watchers this thing's going to really shoot up at the last minute somebody's getting fucked not in a good way oh i got one more wtf for you here this one's on pin side this one's a fun cutesy one i'm not taking offense like the zizzle this one can be found on pin side by username hlaj78 out of monroe michigan this is uh, for a Cactus Canyon topper. I didn't know they made a Cactus. Oh, it's a custom one. Okay. Well, what do we got here? Well, what the fuck is this doing on Pinside People? A vintage 1983 Ronald McDonald Sheriff of Cactus Canyon lunchbox. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Never been used as a lunchbox. Well, that's good. That's good. It, in, it includes the thermos. Still has the original tag. And he said, I did use it as a topper when I had a Cactus Canyon because my taste is fucking atrocious. Sell, sell, sell. Don't put this on your Cactus Canyon. You know, one of the most rarest, expensive pinball machines. And you put this $80 firm price, but you put this shit ass lunchbox on top of it. I used two Velcro strips on the bottom. I'll just glue it to the head there. Slick. The lunchbox is not in perfect condition due to its age. Got some rust spots. Get the shit off a of pin side. It sounds kind of neat. It is not neat. It has nothing to neat. do with Cactus Canyon. I said kind of neat. It does. It has a name in common. Oh my gosh. You're a creepy ass clown. And who's the bird? She creeps me out too. No. The bird? Yeah, the little bird on the lunchbox. It's like a, oh, is, it's like oh, a girl I think bird. The, yeah, the it's bird the was like for their breakfast stuff, right? Oh, she was the bra- early bird. Oh, early bird. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and then they're also selling some Monster Bash custom plushes. What's a Grimace? Uh, oh, I don't know. But he is ugly. He's like <laughs> he's like fucking Jabba's nephew. Cactus, I, I put him on my Cactus Canyon. <laughs> See, 
That makes more sense to me because it's funny. Jabba the Hutt's nephew. I do know of some really badass Cactus Canyon uh, mods that are getting ready to come out, though, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But this one, throw in the dumpster. I'm going to buy this and make one of my kids take their lunch in it. I'm going to use it as a lunchbox. How about that? Halage 78. Okay, according to uh, McDonald's fandom, <laughs> Grimace was originally evil Grimace, and oh. he had two pairs of arms with which to steal milkshakes. Oh, rubble, rubble. But after, but after their first campaign, he was revised to be a good guy, and his arms were reduced by two. And they said that the commercials then were meant to portray him as a well-meaning simpleton whose clumsy antics were to provide comedic foil to Ronald McDonald. Oh, flippers and foils, that's you. You're the Grimace of this relationship. Hmm. No, I'm the cheery one. Everyone's like, Dennis, you're know, the cheery one. You're, you're not the Eeyore at all. You're not the Eeyore at all. I don't know why older kids' cartoons instilled fear in kids. That was like the main goal, instilling fear. It's like Woody the Woodpecker. Guess who? You're about to get murdered. Well, I don't understand why parents today seem to be terrified to let their children experience fear in any form. <laughs> like throwing and shredding their presents up? Well, <laughs> or I was thinking more like fantastical fear. Okay. All right. Yours was real life trauma. I mean, think about things like gremlins. I mean, that was dark. It was. And that's what we watched. It was very dark. Even the early Harry Potter films, pretty dark shit. And that wasn't yeah, that that's, long ago. I'd say that's probably the closest that more recent times had was the Harry Potter, yeah. Potter had some pretty dark themes some even early on. existential doom too. Like the purpose and meaning of life scary shit what do you think toy story is going to do if it's a rumored game from jersey jack they're going to have you have to have mr potato head in there right i guess my it idea might was just be art on the translate my idea was always potato head turning around his butt flap falling open and the balls coming out during multi-ball that's oh i that's see it. yeah that would work that's a freebie there guys hey you guys want to listen to dennis creasel cringe here we go Dennis, what do you feel about the fucking like Mr. Potato Head shit? Like, come on. Of the one toy you're going to bitch about, you can actually take this stuff off. It doesn't have to have a mustache. Shit. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You feel that? That's Dennis being uncomfortable. It doesn't have anything to do with pinball, and that was the, that was corporate's decision. I don't think there were like protests and stuff. That's like the Dr. Seuss thing. It's like people weren't asking them to make changes. The company decided to, and that's their right as a business. So. That was your pinball! <laughs> Opinion polyets. I remember Mr. Potato Head came with a pipe. Yes. And people were upset when they took the nicotine away from him. You uncultured swine. Yeah. Yeah, because teach, teaching kids to smoke was real smart. Another strong take. I've been trying to binge watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. People say, oh, oh my God. Best comedy series ever. Guys, not really that good. I'm, I'm three seasons in now. I know we're closing the show, but three seasons in now, eh. Wow, you've stuck with it quite a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm going all the way through because people are like, this is, you'll identify with this show like this. And I'm like, I take offense to that because all of the characters are highly unlikable. They're extremely mm -hmm. unlikable. Are you familiar with the series? No, I've never heard of it. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm Danny sorry, DeVito. I, and, nope. Uh, the, don't know it. The bar. Oh, Dennis, between now and next time, where can people catch you? Oh, I'll probably be over on the Eclectic Gamers Podcast. People can email Eclectic Gamers Podcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com slash Eclectic Gamers Podcast if they would like to reach out. And Tony has made it to where 
Every time a bell rings, you want to hear EGP. It's a nice. He thing. moved the bell. He moved it. I thought he was. No. We should subliminally start to condition these listeners. Every time they hear the goat scream, they get mad at you. Well, we have already succeeded. Yeah. We need a little tone or something so that they buy, buy, buy. But in the meantime, if you're looking for a video series, you can go to Straight Down the Middle. Go check that out. I think we're going to record here soon. If you want to reach Dennis or I, you can also reach us via email at thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. And if you're ready to buy a pinball machine or an arcade machine or an escalator, stair, climbing hand truck, do me a solid. Go through us. You, you listen. You consume. We're buddies. We're friends. We're pals. Even if we're not, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Most of you. Probably. Some of you guys are. Eh questionable but buy one through us because we're trying and we did the uh the dealer thing today i we take care of people we really do you might not get that even from the manufacturer themselves <gasps> your machine showcase of the week is stranger things pro because they're going quick and when they're gone you'll be sitting there with your dick in your hand <laughs> gonna be looking for a premium can't get it so bye 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 now we also have avengers pros in stock teenage mutant ninja turtles pros and premiums in stock led zeppelin pro in stock Hot Wheels, Medieval Madness Topper, and Display still in stock. Armor, we got some more Jurassic Park armor back. <gasps> banners, 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 banners. Golden Tees, sit-down arcades. If it's fun, I've got it. Last week on TPN, we had the Puppet Pals. Oh my God, Steve, why'd you have to take away the mustache? <laughs> You're really going to make people think it's you? Because that's not bad. It's not bad. Filter that out a little bit. Yeah, it could pass. I can't do Steve, though. Puppet Pals, they, they ran into Roger Sharp. Nicely done. And special, special, special thank you to Roger Sharp for playing along with us there. Yeah, just imagine. He's like, what the hell is this? It was a weird request. I will say that. Because um, <laughs> I am I'm the, uh, I guess, the unofficial representative for the Puppet Pals. So I speak on their behalf um, at times. So I had to coordinate that one. You guys, if you're not listening to that show, it... And I don't know if Puppet Pals will be angry, but it doesn't get the listens that other things do. And you all are just wrong. <laughs> you continue to be so wrong. It's hilarious. But, but, but <laughs> Mr. Zach, how can it be a puppet show if you can't see them? We're just silly old puppets. <laughs> just silly oh old puppet. Oh my gosh, I love you, Rory. I got some uh, Puppet Pals merch we may be working on in the near future too. Final round pinball podcast. You guys know about this one because it's damn good. Uh, Todd McCullough on with uh, with the fellows over there. That was a good episode. And Silverball Chronicles. Go check that one out. TPN this coming week. I think we'll have a midweek show. And uh, Yeah, I think so. Sooner or later, we're going to have another interview on the Pinball Show Interviews working for mm. by Matt Morrison. He got a hold of a pretty lively, loud, boisterous, very intelligent, fun engineer type. To talk about pinball and their upcoming designs. Stay tuned. And as a reminder, if you want a brand new free Hobbit playfield, fill out that topper bracket on our Facebook page and go ahead and follow and like us there as well. And uh, hopefully soon, you guys are going to be seeing some new TPN streamers. Hopefully, some announcements this week and your uh, podcast yourself. But until then, for Dennis Creasel, I'm your Velveeta Vulture. And always remember that you can call in the Velveeta Vulture to help return your chipped up playfield for an unpopulated <laughs> replacement at cost. Oh, stop, no. And always practice safe pinball and stop fingering my peach, baby!
That always reminds me of Face Off. I could eat a peach. Oh my god! How creepy is that shit? (laughs) God! What's in Papa's bag? Caster Troy! (laughs) Caster fucking Troy! (laughs) What was the other? Caster Troy? I do love that movie. Doves flying around, shitting everywhere. I'm gonna watch that movie again. Oh, (laughs) I could eat a peach. Oh, for an hour. (laughs) Oh, cringy. Actually, John Woo. I think that's who directed it. (laughs) Yep, it was a John Woo film, yeah. Caster Troy, what was the other guy's name? I'm going to look it up. Sean Uh, Archer. Yeah, Sean Archer. So, what are American action names? Caster Troy. Take your face off. Oh, man. (laughs) Want to take his face off? At the very and, uh, beginning, shoot out with uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, the kid with the headphones. Oh, that's so horrible. That's mm-hmm. so horrible. And is laughing when he's at the prison and he's crying and <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that was the one where Nicolas Cage at the very beginning of the film during the credit scene is like uh, in a chorus and he's singing hallelujah and he's grabbing the, the ass of like the he, nuns or yeah something, he's or dressed up members. as a priest yeah. to set a bomb and then he just walks up behind this chorus girl and just oh grabs God. her ass. Oh. Like knowing she wouldn't do anything. She's that film. Wow. Oh. Both of those guys turned out to be really special individuals. <laughs> I would so take a face off too, though. I would I would go. I would watch oh. that. <laughs>